This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 781. The Gossip Virus, What It Is and Five Steps to Kill It, by Veronica Tugaleva of veronica.org. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Optimal Relationships Daily. It is a new week, and that means I have new content for you to help you optimize the relationships in your life every single weekday. And before I get into today's post, I do want to announce, a little announcement, that next week here at Optimal Living Daily, the umbrella under which Optimal Relationships Daily and our other shows live, uh, we're going to be launching something of an online mastermind for all of you listeners to join that will include a lot of great prompts and challenges you can use each day to help you grow and optimize your life in different ways. More on that next week once it's up and running, but I wanted to give you a little heads up, you know, let the anticipation build, you know how it goes. So keep on listening and look for further details, which I will announce here on the show when it is prudent. But for now, let's do what we came here to do. Time to hear another great post from the very talented Veronica Tugaleva and start optimizing your life. The Gossip Virus, What It Is and Five Steps to Kill It by Veronica Tugaleva of veronica.org Quote, Rumor travels faster, but it don't stay put as long as truth. End quote. By Will Rogers. Inspired by a friend's recent frustration, I've been thinking deeply about gossip. Seeking to ease my friend's pain, I wondered, why does it happen? Must it happen? Why do we continue to hurt each other? Let's face it, gossip hurts. If you've ever walked into a crowd of people with hushed voices who, immediately upon your entrance, ceased talking, you'll know what I mean. Perhaps you've been the victim. Perhaps you've been the bully. Perhaps you've been the so-called innocent bystander of gossip. In any case, to have avoided it on this planet, in this culture, is to have lived blind and deaf. Gossip is a disease of our age. Gossip is the ultimate anti-love. Perhaps the most dangerous thing about gossip is how it multiplies. It is like a viral disease. We see people gossiping, and then we gossip about their gossip. How dare they speak so lowly of others? We believe, perhaps, that we are on higher ground. But, quite accidentally, we find ourselves doing the very same thing. Where does gossip come from? Why do people feel the need to engage in it? Is it necessary? Is it avoidable? Is it preventable? Can we stop it? Firstly, let's look at what gossip really is. It is not a way to intentionally hurt others. No one intentionally hurts others. Gossip is projected shame. We don't come out of the womb speaking down about others. The first bit of degradation comes to us from the external world. It may come in the form of slander against ourselves or in the form of slander against someone else. Even if a comment is made about someone else, we try it on like a new pair of pants. Whether we are told, you are annoying, or Rachel is annoying, we wonder, am I annoying? To hear the defamation of another's character is a threat against self. This begins to trigger within us feelings of inadequacy. What if I am annoying? How many other people think so? What if people talk about me like they talk about Rachel? What if I'm annoying and there's nothing I can do about it? These questions are haunting. 
they begin to stew inside. Then, when we enter a gossip circle and the opportunity presents itself to slander another person, we face a choice. Gossip or stew. If we are overflowing with shame, we'll try on gossip. If we've tried gossip and reformed, or if we've been taught otherwise, we'll stew. In any case, those deprecating thoughts either live within, or they come out externally. This is why gossip spreads like a virus. We hear gossip, we try it on, and we get frightened. Many people, when they become frightened of their own inadequacy, project this onto others. This does not by any means make them bad people. Their actions are unconscious and reflexive. They are simply afraid. Just one browse through a history textbook should show you what people are capable of when they are afraid, insecure, and shameful. What then can we do about it? Whether you are the victim, the giver, or the observer, here is a simple five-step process that will help you cope with the gossip virus, no matter where you stand. Number one, stop participating. The first order of business is to exercise some self-awareness and thus stop participating. This may sound simple, but it can be deceptively difficult. Gossiping is a behavioral pattern. It's a pattern of projecting one's own shame onto others. To stop this projection means to face your own self-judgment as opposed to externalizing it. It also means that, perhaps, you'll be left out of social group patterns in which you were formerly a key part. To stop the spread of gossip is an act of courage. Number two, practice compassion. Pull yourself out of the cycle of judgment. Be compassionate. Recognize that gossiping about those who gossip is still participation in the process. Recognize gossip for what it is, projected shame. Look at those who perform it, not with hate or judgment, but with compassion. Recognize in the rumor spreader the pain of self-rejection. The enemy is not the person, but rather the process itself. If we remove the process, we are all beautiful souls beneath the guise of externalized insecurity. Number three, forgive and be kind. As you learn to see the love hunger within gossiping individuals, give them some love. When you interact with people who gossip about you or people about whom you've gossiped, give them forgiveness, acceptance, and kindness. Give them genuine compliments. Even if it feels strange at first, even if you hold resentment against them or feel overwhelmed with guilt, remember that everything takes practice. You have come to your current state of functioning in the gossip virus, whether it's avoidance, participation, or passivity, through practice. Now, you can practice an incompatible way of behaving. It may take some time to get used to, but it too will become automatic over time. Number four, spread positivity. This step is my favorite. Spread positive rumors. Begin, as often as you can, speaking positively about people behind their backs. Watch over the coming weeks how this transforms your environment. For those who are tired of the gossip virus, they will latch on to your leadership and continue the spread of love and joy. For those who wish to continue to gossip, they will start to do so away from your presence. Hopefully, one day, they will stop altogether. Number five, take care of your thoughts. Recognize that both shame and gossip are not results of inadequacies in yourself or others. They are simply viral thoughts that turn into feelings that drive behavior. As long as you practice loving thinking about yourself and other people, you will radiate with a loving energy that gives you a deep resilience against all negativity. Remember, most importantly of all, 
that even though gossip spreads like a virus, so does love. Each act of unity, harmony, compassion, and kindness makes a difference the same way that a hateful, fearful, or judgmental act makes a difference. Regardless of what you do, what you believe, and what you say, you always change the world. You cannot choose whether or not your rock sends ripples into the pond of life, but you can choose what sort of rock you wish it to be. You just listened to the post titled, The Gossip Virus, What It Is, and Five Steps to Kill It, by Veronica Tugaleva of veronica.org. Yet another solid post today from our friend Veronica. Just like her, I also found her fourth step about spreading positivity to be my favorite of the bunch. Though it's not necessarily easy, it is often commonplace to combat things like gossip by taking a passive role and avoiding it in various ways. But spreading positivity is an extremely active form of alienating ourselves from gossip. It's a great example of how gossip can really be flipped on its side and not only thrust ourselves into action that fights it, but action that can most strongly encourage others to stop gossiping as well, as an example to follow is set very firmly. So it's a great read by Veronica, which we are very thankful for. Also thankful to all of you for stopping in today. We have come to the end, but we've got another awesome post coming up for you tomorrow, so don't forget to tune in. Hoping to see you all there, where your optimal life awaits.